I'm Anna Webb. Welcome to A Dog's Life. when we're out walking. Well, as another lady called Sarah Jones, the founder of My Anxious Dog, who also agrees with this, and we're catching up again, another year on after the first launch of Dogs in Yellow Day. Sarah Jones, welcome back to A Dog's Life. Oh, thank you for asking me. It's, it's lovely to talk to you again. Well, I'm I'm really chuffed because tomorrow marks what I think is, is it the second year of hashtag dogs in yellow? I know, it's crazy. It's come around really, really quickly. Well, it has because we, we talked about the launch of this last year and it's such a good idea. Explain a bit more about why yellow and your journey with your own Cocker Spaniel, Bella. Well, um, looking back on what happened with Bella, um, she had a traumatic birth to start with. So I guess that's where her anxieties and everything started from. She got bitten by a litter mate, um, which obviously then didn't help. And things like that just progressed for her. Um, she, about eight or nine months old, she got attacked by a dog when we were doing some fly ball training. Um, and this dog came in from the side and took her out full pelts into the ribs. Um, at that point, I didn't realise quite how hurt she was because you initially look for bite marks and cuts and things like that. Um, but I guess she must have been quite bruised because uh, when people touched her, it, it must have caused pain because uh, she started being fearful of people touching her. Um, to the point that it got, because we didn't recognise it, that she would start growling and, and um, snapping at people. It be, turned into a behaviour issue. Gosh, gosh, yeah, gosh. That's so awful about the flyball incident. But, it, it, you know, it does highlight how these things that can happen, you know, out of nowhere, literally, can so affect a dog. Yeah, quite easily, quite easily, yeah. And, you know, it's so true. Dogs have emotional intelligence. So just like us, you know, a bad experience like that can magnify in the brain. Yeah, I think all these all these little things that happened to Bella, literally from birth up to when she was about a year old, you know, stem to her behaviour issues today. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Because part of the problem, I think, with anxious dogs, like, so Bella had the inch soft tissue damage, probably from, you know, being rammed by another dog at, at full speed, you know, and pain um, exacerbates, you know, pain is like a trigger. So, you know, being touched, you know, equals pain in the brain and possibly physically. And even when the physical aspects healed, you know, that the memory of a hand coming towards you to be stroked did cause pain. So there's still that association. Yeah, absolutely. And I think Bella, she's she's easily trained. She doesn't forget anything. And I think when you've got quite an intelligent dog, these things cause even more problems because she just doesn't seem to forget. 
I don't think any dog forgets, Sarah. I mean, the intelligence of all dogs. I'm just sort of out of the back of Crufts and just so dogged up, you know, and and just oh, loving dogs more than, you know, usual on a on a Sunday because Crufts was such a celebration again this year with a great energy because you were up there, weren't you, Sarah? Yes, yes. I went up on the Friday and it's amazing. I know there was such a happy energy up there this year, despite, you know, the weather, because it snowed on, didn't it snow on the Thursday? So everyone was thinking, oh, no, you know, are people going to get snowed in and not get there? But, you know, I mention it because dogs bring so much joy and it really felt, it really felt quite joyful at Crafts. Exhausting, but joyful. <laughs> yeah, it was lovely. I wasn't quite sure if I would get there because of the snow on the of Thursday night I went up on the Friday morning but I left it a little bit later so that I could um, get through a bit safely (laughs) yeah oh no amazing the amazingness of dogs to you know live with humans never ceases to amaze me you know and and of course they have memory and recognition episodic memory actually I mean that's that's the thing but you know science didn't credit dogs with episodic memory um, until only five years ago um, when a team of Danish scientists actually proved it which was quite landmark so yeah I talked a lot about that and that's why you know anything situations sounds music can trigger emotions in dogs all based on you know episodic memory So what happened to them when they go into a car or what happens to them when they go to the vet, which is the most common one we all see on a regular basis. (laughs) But so yellow, you you chose yellow for for Bella because explain it more, but but you were so frustrated, I think, of people not being polite, you know, and having dogs run up to Bella, dogs without a recall, causing her to become even more stressed. And then, of course, the whole episodic memory becomes reinforced and becomes more self-perpetuating. Yeah, well, the problem I had was she was also reactive to people and she was quite a pretty little dog. She still is a pretty little dog. So it it caused a lot of issues to me because it got to the point where I felt a bit afraid to go out in, in public. I was anxious myself. Um, and then someone told me about um, putting a yellow ribbon on a lead um, and doing that with Bella just made her look even cuter and, a, and and the ribbon was quite small. So it just progressed into researching what the yellow meant and it's the official warning colour for caution and everything fell into place and made sense to me. Um, um, using it, I just found more confident to go out. Um, yeah, it was just something that people visually see about what I wanted for Bella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, amazing. And it's it's become quite a social media sensation because the the thing is, having a dog that is nervous or, or reactive, you, it does alienate you a little bit in the park. And I think, you know, it affects so many people. Yes, yeah. You, yeah, you can have lots of confrontations in the park. Um, yeah, that's one of it. So we, and what I say is I try to make it a little bit easier by putting the yellow on Bella. Obviously, I wouldn't always walk in a in a park. You do tend to go to quieter places, but sometimes you may live in an area where that's all you have. So um, if you put, you know, your dog in yellow, at least you're helping others 
to see that they need a space for whatever reason that may be. Yeah, absolutely. No, it, it is such a good idea. And it's a reminder as well, you know, that people must train their dogs, you know, must train their dogs to have a recall away from, you know, a dog like Bella in, in the event they need to ask them not to hassle her, you know, because I have it with my own dogs. I mean, to a degree, I think the pandemic has you know, created lots of negatives really for dogs. I think that's actually an understatement. But um, yeah. one of the things is dogs don't have a recall. And, and a lot of dogs get agitated when a complete strange dog comes bounding up to them going, hey, hello, good morning, it's Monday, you know. And dogs might say, well, actually, who are you? Can you go away? Because I'm having a nice time with my owner. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and they could be recovering from surgery as well. You know, it could be all sorts of reasons, not just through fear. They just may need a little bit of space because something else is going on with them. No, absolutely. It's just, um, I, I think it's quite, you know, impolite, to be honest, Sarah, I think. You know, you never let your toddler run up to a complete stranger and say, hey, let's have a game of run around the park together, would you? I mean, oh, no. um. <laughs> and that often puts the whole thing into perspective, really. But no, um, dogs in yellow, you've got so many great accessories, you know, for dogs that aren't happy wearing a harness and, and for those dogs, vice versa, that don't like collars. You've got a whole range of accessories now. It's gone beyond the ribbon. Yes. So the most important thing for a dog owner is a lead. So that I would say the you know, the first thing with a, a dog that needs space is definitely um, look at yellow leads because also not only that, people can see from a distance that your dog is on a lead as well. You know, if you've got a black lead, it can blend into surroundings, but a bright yellow lead, you know, people can see that your dog has a lead. And yeah, we have all sorts of products now to even to the, you know, the dog walker wearing yellow. No, gosh, I agree. You know, it's important when you see a dog is on a lead and think, well, that dog's obviously on a lead for a reason. So let's give them a nice wide berth. You know, that's certainly what I think, Sarah. Yeah, definitely. If you go to some places where it says keep your dog on a lead and you've got a dog running around, you know, you've got this whole area. You just want like two, three metres around you and this dog is running around in a park just taking over the whole place. <laughs> I know. And that's in a way, it's not how to walk your dog. You should provide the entertainment for your own dog, not rely on other people's dogs to exercise your dog. You know, yeah. <laughs> while you're um, on the phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I say, yeah, well, they're on the phone. Exactly. Exactly. I know. I say don't even listen to podcasts when you walk your dog. Um, You know, you, you've got to be in the moment. It's their time out of your day, you know, and and for me, that's why you've got a dog. But I think, you know, oh, dear, my my rationale is getting quite out of date, Sarah, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, there's still a lot with you. <laughs> oh, no, that's good to hear. You know, I think we need to think of a campaign, Walk Your Own Dog Month or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sure there is one. I'm sure I'm sure there's probably something like that. There's, yeah, I think so in January, it, yeah, walk, walk Your Dog Month. But now I digress. But how's Bella doing now? Uh, yeah, yeah, she's doing a lot better. Um, Bella's 10 now, so I don't think the issues are going to change. Um, but we work on it a lot 
all the time still now and make it a, a positive experience. But yeah, we're getting there. I'm definitely finding that the awareness around the yellow is um, definitely growing. And um, we often have people quite a lot of the time, I would say most of the time now would put their, their dog on a, on a lead if they see us. So her comp she loves being outside. Um, so her confidence has grown again. Oh, that's such good news. Did Bella go to Crufts with you? No. <laughs> no, I was, uh, that's a real no-no. <laughs> oh, gosh. It must be so frustrating, you know, being, <laughs> not to have her with you. But no, I, I, I knew what your answer would be there, you know. And, and it's such a shame that, you know, you must be quite cross in a way. I mean, I'm sure if I, I were you, Sarah, I'd be more ranty about the fact that other people mentally disturbed your dog, you know, or yeah. caused pain and then pain you know is a trigger and and so on that's such a shame yeah yeah I wouldn't put her in that uh, situation um it's all right doing the outdoor show she comes to some of them but people's desire to touch your dog is is huge I don't quite understand it but yeah. No, I know. It is. It's almost like people, are, it's like a dog's a magnet, you know, and almost like it, they're public property to entertain people. I know, I, I mean, in a different way, I've had the same problem with my Prudence, you know, who you met last August at um, Edition Dog Live, which was great, because you see, she gets terribly excitable. It's more, she, she does the opposite, but it all stems, you see, from her hypersensitivity which she's had as a puppy she was born with it and people would you know gosh isn't she sweet what a cute bull terry and prude go I know I know I'm amazing but literally her energy would go up and up and up and up to the point where you can't get it back down again very easily so she'd end up terrifying people because she was you know doing cartwheels and jumping and barking and spinning excitedly yeah I mean I have I still stop people really not not anymore now she's actually a lot better but you know it was a nightmare and basically it was other people that trained her to jump because that all happened one day in a pet shop and I was literally putting my pin number into the thing. I turned around and she was jumping and somebody was a complete stranger, never met them, was encouraging her to jump because they thought it was funny because she was still a tiny puppy. So oh, it's so annoying. And I know lots of dog trainer colleagues um, and friends, they're all of the same, same thing. One, one trainer who got a, a puppy just said one day, it's a nightmare. Why does everyone want to touch my dog? It's a complete nightmare. And I was laughing with him and said, well, look, this is exactly what happened with Prudence. So a lot of bad behaviours can be trained even with, you know, so-called experts on the end of the other lead because yeah. of, I don't know, and uh, this this fascination with dogs or people just assuming your dog is public property, which I find quite rude. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that's why the yellow is so important. It doesn't matter whatever the reason. If you don't want someone to interact with your dog or another dog to interact with your dog, just if they're wearing yellow, just ignore them. Exactly, exactly. And get on with your day, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. So what have you got planned for tomorrow for the big Dogs in Yellow Day, Sarah? Um, well, there's lots going on. But one thing that I did want to um, do after my last uh, Dogs in Yellow Day last year was to find out about the impact from having a Dogs in Yellow Day 
So I created a survey with over a thousand um, dog owners, anxious dog owners um, that took part in to see, you know, if we're getting the message over and if people are listening and uh, the, the, re the results that came back were just amazing, which makes it even more so important to carry on with our second day and getting the awareness out there. Oh, no, that's that's brilliant. I love surveys, you know, because they kind of do get, a, you know, a snapshot, don't they, of, of real experiences. So, you know, what, what was the percentage of people that, you know, had noted a difference of wearing yellow? So we asked a few questions um, and first one that came back was over a third of owners who took, who took part in our Dogs in Yellow survey have enjoyed being able to visit pubs or friendly dog, dog cafes and they've even tried training classes again because they feel more confident to do so. Well that's really good isn't it you must be well chuffed. <laughs> yeah it was just you know it's just amazing um, some of them. Another one was 78% of anxious dog owners who use yellow report their do dogs having more space and they enjoy their walks because they feel more confident and calmer. Yeah, wow. So it is. No, that's really good. Because in a way, we've, we've needed this. It's a simple idea in a way, but so effective. Yes, yes. It, um, I it, it does it to me, but I keep saying this is how I feel about it. But when you ask, you know, a thousand people, you know, in the community of their own anxious and reactive dogs, their thoughts as well, and they come back with the same, it it's yeah it's it's amazing I was I was really chuffed makes all the hard work worthwhile yeah gosh I can oh no absolutely well yeah, I'm definitely you know with my next puppy in the future or or rescue you know I'll be wearing yellow definitely because well I, you know I might not but the dog, I don't mind yeah. yellow though as a color you know yeah. I think it's it's great particularly in summer <laughs> but um but yellow on a dog is brilliant all year round anyway, because, I mean, in terms of high vis in the winter, you know, with traffic accidents and the like and just being visible in the dark, there's that aspect, which is quite a good thing too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a visual, a visual thing, definitely. It, it really helps. No, I love it. So I'm going to definitely use that because, as you know, you know, with Prudence, I wish I'd had that when she was a puppy because, as I say, for slightly different reasons, you know, I wanted to keep people, you know, respectfully away from Prue as well. So we could train a, you know, a happy, polite, four feet on the floor, meet and greet, which became extremely difficult to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Well, I I would recommend thoroughly a yellow lead. Yes, 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 we, we'll get one. We've got a yellow long line, actually, which works because, you know, I have her on a long line still because, well, it's just, you know, the climate we're living in, really, you know, and there's so many dogs now out there I don't know. Whereas before the pandemic, where I live, you know, we used to wave, you know, I knew the stalwart dog people, you know, and I knew their dog yeah. and and then it's all different and you've got confidence in them as being responsible owners as you're kind of milling around the space. But the problem is now... Ugh, 
you know, there's new dogs on, around here every single day almost, you know, Sarah. There's been such an explosion. Yeah, well, I was reading a, a report the other day, um, the Paws report, and they said there's ten over 10 million dogs now in the UK, but 45% of those dog owners are worried when out walking. It didn't specify what they're worried about, but they're worried when out walking their dogs. Yeah, I, gosh, really, I haven't read it yet, actually, for this year. That's so interesting. I so concur. Um, mm. I worry. I really worry. You know, I worry about Mr. Binks because he's tiny and quite fragile and he's 11. And, you know, for the wrong dog on the wrong morning, he would make a tasty breakfast. And, you know, it worries me a lot. And, you know, you see a lot of big dogs which is fine but you just hope that the owners with these dogs have got the experience and the lifestyle and the accommodation to bring the best out in in their dogs yeah yeah unfortunately not everybody is as the management skills with their dogs do they <laughs> no, I know. And I think a lot of people, you know, were led by social media during the pandemic and thought, oh, you know, a Siberian husky, that's so what I want, because I love the Game of Thrones and this is my chance. But a Siberian husky is is a very, very big and in inverted commas dog to own because they need a huge amount of exercise. They are difficult to train and they're very independently built, you know, to be a survival dog in the Antarctic and the Arctic. So they're not a sit on your lap type of dog. No, no. <laughs> uh, I can imagine that'd be quite difficult if you had a reactive version of one of those. Um, yeah, I do, do. I do feel sorry for people when, you know, they have these, these, big powerful dogs and just you know can't control them or can't give them what they need yeah 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 and don't have the time and the patience I think to yeah. invest in the dog I mean that's that's where it all falls over for me and perhaps I you know I say they've underestimated what bringing a dog into their life is and I get you know that thrown back at me saying what they've just missed out on an extra walk and then something dreadful's happened but it's it's way more than that you know it's every single day isn't it Sarah you walk your dog you have fun with your dog you train through their life and and you you want to give them the best duty of care which for me means going on some adventures new places new train journeys the whole works yeah uh, and you know you get this puppy and you think you know everything is going to be wonderful I'm going to be going everywhere with my little puppy on the beaches you know in cafes and having a wonderful time and then something happens and and you can't do those things. And that's what's quite sad. That's how I felt I the situation I was in was, you know, you feel you you, you can't walk your dog um, and, uh, and you're too scared to walk your dog. You know, you don't have that perfect, perfect life with your dog that you thought you were going to have. I know, but I always feel everything happens for a reason, Sarah, and dogs are meant to teach us. So I try wherever possible to try and think of situations even if they're not you know how I wanted them to be but yeah. to think of it positively that right we've learned from this and you know I, I'm grateful for this experience but it is difficult it is difficult I'm, I'm referring to a big surgery Prudence had in 2020 but um, you know again it was what it was and we did what we did. Yeah I mean Bella has taught me so much 
you know, un- understanding. And my my perception of when I see a, a dog now is totally different after having Bella. You know, I used to be one of those people that would see a puppy and want to go and touch it and talk to them about it. Whereas now, whenever I see a dog, I just ignore it now because I know, you know, how bad it can be sometimes with affecting a, a, a young puppy. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. I mean, you know, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Walking around crafts. This is what really stands out. Is that you walk around crafts, no dogs are trying to jump up on you. Dogs are respectful of each other, have to be in quite small spaces sometimes with other dogs, but they handle it really well and just walk on. No fuss, no bother. They're weaving through some of the stalls. They're, they're happy to be left on their own for a little while. <laughs> All of these things that, you know, sadly, the majority of dogs now in the UK can't do any of these things. And it's just called basic training to enable you to navigate life with your dog you know and yes a bad experience could happen to any of those dogs but it it does show as well that you know with the the right mindset and plenty of repetition and a strong positive wind behind you these things can be created yes yes absolutely and and, and part of all this training I think that they should put in in manners, for, you know, for the, the dog owner as well, um, not only doing your recall work and everything else that you do, but understanding, you know, manners with each other, with dog walking, because that doesn't happen a lot of the time, never mind whether you're in yellow or, or not. No, no, it's true. Well, I know. I mean, I don't know about you, but certainly in London, we're seeing a lot of dog poo that's not being picked up. How it does? Is that where you are as well, Sarah? Because that's something that I can't believe. I think, I think the world's falling apart. Because if you can't pick up your dog's poo, then how on earth are you going to do anything else? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I'm in Berkshire, so I, I'm not quite in a in a, a city like London, but. Yeah, we even sell yellow poo bin, poo bag holders and and uh, dispensers. <laughs> oh, really? Oh my gosh! Do you do actual poo bags though as well? Um, they they have poo bags in there, but yeah, so you can hang your 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 dog yeah. poo on on the end of your lead if you want to, or on your bag. No, brilliant. Oh, no, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Oh, my gosh. Well, oh, Sarah, I can't wait to catch up with you in real life again. Will Will you be up at the edition dog event in August? I will. I will. Definitely. Well, if I don't see you before then, definitely we'll see you there because that's a date in in my diary as well, which I'm really looking forward to because that was such a fun show, wasn't it? Yes, it was. It was amazing. It was our first uh, indoor event that we'd done. But yeah, it was really, really good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, so here's to this one coming up. And thanks again, you know, Sarah, for doing all this work for Dogs in Yellow. I think it's really brilliant, actually. It's um, all by, you know, all on your own, inspired by Bella. For me, I just think that's such a good thing. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. And we'll be in touch again, Sarah. Well done. Thank you very much. our show thinks what did you think yes it's great to hear how so many people are benefiting from dogs in yellow and you're right it is time for woof of the week so just remember if you see a dog with a yellow lead or wearing a yellow jacket be respectful and give them some space 
Well, I hope you all enjoyed it. If you did, go on, rate and review the show wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks again to Sarah for joining us today and all the links are in our show notes. Thanks again, of course, to Mike, my producer. Find out more about him at Pod People UK. And for me, I'm just at Anna Web Dogs. What's that, Mr. Binks? Yes, you're right. We will be in your feed again next Sunday. So why don't you subscribe? That way, you'll never miss another show. Bye for now. Bye.